Welcome to Sonoma Ashram's podcast, Sunday Satsang with Babaji. With great love and respect in my heart, <clears throat> I welcome you to this beautiful gathering of friends and family from the holy city of Varanasi. Before we begin today, let's take a moment to arrive and settle down. So wherever you are, just pull your spine straight, open your shoulders, and close your eyes. Lighten your mind. Invite that peace, calming, cooling sensation in your eyes. Relax your facial muscles, neck, shoulders, spine. Soften the belly and get grounded, grounded. Watch that breath rising from that grounding towards your heart as you breathe in. As you breathe out, attention going back to the navel. This vertical movement of your attention with each breath. Nothing more. We're not doing anything. We're just an observer to this breath, which is coming in effortlessly, going out effortlessly. You will notice as your breath calms down, your body goes deeper in the stillness. Calmer your body becomes, your breath becomes shorter and shorter. you almost find yourself holding your breath to be one with that stillness, just pausing the breath for a moment.
and then releasing it. How beautiful it feels just to be with the breath, not doing anything, not looking for anything, not wishing for anything, just enjoying this. Moment. Pause your breath again and bring the attention to the heartbeat. <clears throat> Release it. Please don't try too hard. Be gentle natural pause it again release it Think about your eyes being absolutely still and your mind resting in the center of the forehead. Holding the thought of your eyes being still. Mind resting. And slowly we open our eyes. Welcome a nice breath. Thank you for taking this time. It's 9.30 here at night. The morning started at 4 a.m. And it has been a beautiful day. A beautiful day of activity. <clears throat> so I will just describe what happened today to you just to day in Varanasi. The morning started with a satsang. People in the city gathered. We had a nice 
satsang, talk, then everybody had breakfast together. That was sponsored by somebody. And then the children living at the ashram stayed back, but many other people showed up on the other side of the river at Amrit Sagar. All the girls from the uh, Shanti Niketan came. Many other women from Project Shakti went. So it, across the river was all the women and the girls. And over here were all the boys doing cleaning and organizing the ashram here. And the... Um, all the women and the girls who are across the river. It just happened, unplanned. And there were lots of piles of woods, wood that was cut up that needed to be moved from one place to another. We have found the girls very um, useful, very <laughs> useful, I would say, in moving things from one place to another. They line up like a beeline sometimes and just pass things around. And last week we moved two trucks of bricks and they were singing and giggling and having so much fun. And they moved this pile of brick from this place to that place. Then we got the idea, well, they're so good at moving things around. We had piles of wood all over. Why not put that in a nice place? And it was quite a sight to see these little girls carrying this wood on their shoulders. And there were some logs were bigger and there were like two or three of them. And one log, there were seven of them. And it was like ants carrying some big thing and moved it from this place to that place. So girls were busy moving these big chunks of wood and all the women of Project Shakti were digging with this powder, this Indian shovel, and they made a whole nice little garden. Now the powder is used only by men, but these women from Project Shakti, they were having so much fun using all those tools that usually is reserved for males. And they made this nice garden clean. Now, please um, remember, these are the women who live in a little room in a narrow lane somewhere with five, six people in one room cramped in. They never get to experience open outdoors, a clean space, clean air, sunlight, and get to put their hands in the dirt. And this went on for a couple of hours. And after that, they all sat down and a drum came out and they sat in a circle and started singing. All the kids came and, and the women just went on singing one song after another. And then somebody showed up and they sponsored a yogurt lassi drink, and that's like a, such a treat after having worked so hard to have a nice, 
clay pot filled with thick yogurt with cream on top and sugar. And there was so much fun. And I was just thinking, after I came back from there, came here, saw what the boys had done, if I had to sum up the whole day in one sentence, I will call it dance of Shakti. Dance of Shakti. It was energy that was moving through each individual. Energy. We all have that energy bubbling through us. Now it's up to us how we direct this flow of energy. We feel blessed if we are inspired by something. We want to create something. Then that energy can be directed in that flow. That energy could be directed in that direction. Energy is there. If we don't have a vision, if we don't have a purpose, then the same energy can be very destructive. It can make us go round and round and round in circle in our own head about an idea, about a thought, about ourselves, about our life not being fulfilled or not being happy. It's the energy that is within us that needs to be directed, that needs to be channeled in a in a way that could be good for ourselves or good for the humanity as a whole. All these people who are there, if the boys here, the girls and the women over there, if they didn't have this opportunity, what else would they be doing? I was thinking about that too. And I was talking to somebody and I said, well, I'll be hanging out on Facebook or uh, surfing or go visit somebody. And so basically that energy would be, will be spent one way or another. We are blessed if that energy is spent in a way that brings us joy together collectively and we create something beautiful. Now, it's very hard to create all by yourself sometimes. So it's, it's good to have a Babaji who is a, like a, what do you call it? Pied Piper, <laughs> whatever. Uh, something, it's nice to have somebody that who can at least help us that way. And if not, then we have to find that for by ourselves. And Sometimes we get into our own idea or mindset or, or sense of loss or sense of suffering, grief or fear, some kind of, and we are totally consumed by it. 
unless we find a channel for that energy to move in another direction, we keep going round and round in circle in our own head. If there is nothing else to do, get out of my house and just start sweeping the front of my house, organize my house, organizing my closets, organize the clothes, organize the table. And it may look very menial or even meaningless little project, but it's not. That shakti, that energy that's bubbling within us is being channeled in a direction that's creative. And at the end of the day, everybody was happy. Nobody was unhappy. Although their shoulders were hurting, their back was a little strained and their muscles were sore, but everybody was happy. And this was a perfect uh, example, a perfect thing to watch today, really, the dance of Shakti. Shakti is dancing constantly because our body is a perfect machine and energy is created. The food we eat turns into energy and that energy is there and it needs to flow because energy is never stagnant. Energy's very nature is to flow. And it's a blessing if that can be channeled in a way that it can flow towards creativity, towards making things better. When we make things a little better, a little beautiful, a little more organized, vibrations coming out of that are very healing to us and to those who happen to be around. Oh, I am sharing this with you because we all have that energy to deal with. Every day we wake up in the morning and that energy is there. And if we don't have a vision for the day, then it just keeps all kinds of thoughts start coming. So it's very helpful to have a vision for the day. It's very basic, very simple. Uh, I know you may be thinking, yes, those are the boys and the Project Shakti women, but I got my own story and I got my own struggle and it doesn't relate to me, but it does relate to us all. Every day as we wake up in the morning and just ask ourselves, what do I want to create today? What corner of the house? What corner of my land? What corner of the... Where do I want to just make little things a little more beautiful?
as simple as that. Practical. It was the morning started with thick fog and cold, damp, and we have an open pavilion here where people come to meditate and sit. And I was so touched that even in this bad weather, so many people came from the town uh, wading through the traffic and dealing with the noise and the clamor. And, but they were here at the ashram nine o'clock in the morning and the whole uh, shed was full of people. I was very moved that these are the people who have a very tough life. They have so much struggle going on in their life, but separating themselves from that, they came here. And I was filled with gratitude that they came to the ashram thinking that they will find some peace or something in their life. Um, And I didn't do much. I just sat down and talked to them and had them close their eyes and breathe and remind them the happiness is within you. It's your choice. Uh, it's your choice. Reality is very different than what we think. Reality is what we feed. What we feed means those thoughts, the thoughts that we entertain again and again and again. We are feeding that thought and we are making it real. The choice is ours. We choose to make our reality. Even an idea of unhappiness is just an idea. And we keep thinking about it, that this is the only way that it will make me happy, then I'm unhappy. But that's an idea of, of happiness. There may be some other idea of happiness. Maybe leaving that idea is an idea of happiness. So... I'm just seeing each one of you and feeling. Sometimes we catch on to one thought or one interaction with someone and that interaction happened sometime way in the past. It's not there, but for us, it's still very real. We keep holding on to it. If we don't give it that much value, if we don't keep re revisiting it, it has come and gone. Somebody may have said something in a moment of 
irritation or anger or resentment or whatever. It was just an exchange, but we make it so real. Somebody's trying to give you something. If you don't take it, where does it stay? It stays with them, not you. It becomes yours only if you take it, make it your own, and then make it your problem. All that energy that we have gets spent into that emotion, that fear. So we really have to think about the Shakti. If we call ourselves the worshippers of Shakti, we have to be very careful where do we spend our energy. Not only in actions, even in emotions. What kind of emotions do I entertain? What kind of thoughts I entertain? Just look at, look at yourself in a day, whether I'm thinking too much about anger or fear or greed or lust. These are the major ones. Kam, Krodh, Madhlo, anger, fear, greed and lust. But there are other siblings too. But these are the four ones are the big ones. So it might be a little good thing sometimes to just take an inventory of the energy that you have and look at it. Where are you spending more of it? Usually we think about our problems. But today I'm proposing you to think about your investment. That you have certain amount of energy. Look at it. Where is it being spent? In what proportion? I sit here and I listen to people and their problems sometimes. And... Most of the time, the problem arises from what others have told to them. Oh, this person did said this to me and I just don't. That person said, but is how much truth was there? That person may have said out of anger. Or sometimes when people are angry, they say something that they really don't mean, but they just come out with that vengeance. So only that thing becomes real that I give importance to. If I don't give importance to it, it has come and it just goes. And I save my energy for some other things. Anyway, I just wanted you to share about my little experience of dance of Shakti. And uh, I have had a long day. Just wanted to greet you. And would love to hear what's on your mind. Thank you all very much. I'm here. I'd love to hear from you. Babaji? And, yes. That was so wonderful to hear. It, it was really, to me, very profound and um, meant a lot. So thank you for your wisdom and input.
And Maya, Maya is here. Is Maya's mom there? On the, Maya, come over here. Good morning, Babaji. Where is, where are you? I'm here. Oh, <laughs> there is. the table. There good is morning. Here is your mommy. Hey, good morning. Good I'm evening. Alive. Hello. <laughs> I had no doubt. <laughs> I had no doubt. Hello, I know you there. Namaste. Come a little closer. Okay. Tell everybody yourself to everybody. What's going on? My name is Maya. Um, I'm a longtime devotee of Babaji since birth. Um, I'm here at the Varanasi Ashram working for Little Stars right now. Um, and I'm having an incredible time. And it's so nice to see everyone on the Zoom call. And it's incredible here and it's incredible at the Sonoma Ashram. And I'm just, I'm feeling all the gratitude and love of the global community of the Ashram. Um, and I hope everyone has a great Sunday. So, yeah. Maya was carrying those logs with the girls too. I, I was also carrying the logs, but <laughs> I, I I must say, I must say, I there was, there were a couple girls, maybe like 10 years younger than me or so who were carrying logs like twice the size. And I'm like struggling with like the little you know, like half pound log and they're like hauling. <laughs> it was, it was a truly humbling day for a, a test of my own physical strength. So yes. Um, I hope everyone's doing well. Thank you. Hello, hey. hey, Maya. Babaji. There's Maya says, I love you, mom. Kate. Thank you, Babaji. There's a question for you in the chat, Babaji. Yes. Uh, wanted to know about your diet. What is it over the years you have increased or included? And what are the foods you have stopped having? And he also mentioned try that energy is not directed toward lust, anger, vanity, or greed. <clears throat> the food that I have uh, given up. Um, I haven't really given up anything. <laughs> Minimize some things like uh, sugar. I have really been very careful about cutting sugar and uh, gluten. I still eat chapatis or things once in a while, but I have really cut out my wheat intake and sugar intake. And across the, I like to walk, brisk walk. So on the uh, across the river, Amrit Sagar, this year, the first thing I did, we created a four feet wide walkway along the perimeter of the whole property. And it's 700 steps. And every morning I go there and make nine rounds of the whole thing. And it's just beautiful. So some brisk walking, cutting out sugar and gluten a little bit, and find few moments to laugh every day. So that's my prescription. Now, what was the other question? That was it, Babaji. 
And uh, that was the morning thing. And in the afternoon, I found an old powder cutting machine that has been totally gone out of the fashion. Now they got electric thing run by belt. But I found an old one. So where the chaff is fed from here and you go like this. So that's a very good cardio to, to chop the fodder. So, you know, it's, that's how I'm spending my time here. <laughs> it's fun. We have to find a way to make things fun and creative in life. If there is no project, I start getting bored. So I create projects too. That's all that's currently in the chat, Babaji. And my vision for this uh, Amritsa now, it was called Amritsagar Environmental Center. I have changed the name this year to Amritsagar Holistic Center. So this place will be fully dedicated to health and healing. And so we are creating this 10 acre plot of land with Ayurvedic herbs. Just imagine a place that's filled with these herbal gardens and walkways, and there'll be a little center for meditation in the center, and an open air yoga pavilion, and fruit trees, and there'll be 10 cows. We get fresh milk. With their dung, you make um, methane gas to cook food organic fertilizer, organic produce. And, and the whole compound has no trash, no plastic. That outside of that, everywhere in India, you see plastic scattered everywhere. So I really believe in creating models, even small, that when people come there, they can see that there is another way to be. And if they're inspired by that, maybe everybody starts cleaning in front of their own house. And so this is a little effort into bringing little beauty in, in that's surrounded by this chaos. And by creating this place where people could come and go for a morning walk, Maybe once they come there, they will see this and they will be inspired and they will go and create it somewhere else. So I am I am inspired by creating this place right now. And that's where my Shakti is dancing right now. Vivek? Uh-huh. I'm right here, Babaji. Pranam. Pranam. How are you? Amazing, Babaji. Amazing. Thank you. Doing good. I just had a question, actually. I typed it to Shannon. Can I ask the question? Ask. So, uh, in listening to all the created problems and the stories um, in the minds of people in Varanasi, in Hindi, every day, because uh, I remember being there with you and people would come just like we come to you here. Um, what's the same 
And what is different between um, people in India versus people in, in the US? <clears throat> Again, it's, it's hard to generalize people in US because um, people in India are also of different status. You know, some have, um, don't have any material problems. They got physical things or emotional things. And so people are, same kind of people are over there and same kind of people over here too. And that's a good question. But if I start looking at people, you know, people are people. And yeah. they have their own People that I see in America, I see the same kind of people in India too, you know. One thing in America is that we do, we truly are really blessed. You know, everybody at least has a place to sleep. Everybody has clean air, clean water, clean food and clothes. And you turn a switch on and the room is warm and here, so much, particularly middle, middle class, lower middle class people, there's so much energy is spent just on managing their day-to-day -day life. And we get in a car here, in, but I don't even like to go to the city in a car. It's so congested. Yeah. So if I have to go to the city, I get in a boat and go to the middle of the town. And so, but I admire the... the graciousness of people here who live in so much adversity. They're smiling. Uh, the person who is driving my car, you know, uh, if I see the traffic, I get frustrated, I get scared. And I, and he's, oh, they're very forgiving and very accepting and understanding. And that's one big difference that I see. Well, we miss you here. I'm looking forward to having you back. One month here, more. Now you're out of the cold weather. Now you can enjoy it again. <laughs> yes, actually, today the weather changed. Right. Today, from tomorrow on, it's going to be warm and sunny and it's beautiful. Yeah. Baba, there are uh, two more questions. Yes, Shannon. Um, the first is, how do you handle the emotion of regret? If there is a regret and that person that we have this regret with is no around to make, make it even or do something, at least... First of all, I have to accept that whenever that was whenever that happened, I didn't know any better. But now I know, and if I can make amends with that person, at least I can go and do good to somebody else. Regret is a some uh, a kind of thing that if you just keep it in the mind, it just stays there. It goes deep. You have to put it into action. Just do some good deed to somebody else. 
So that energy gets directed towards that. Otherwise, that energy just keeps spinning inside you. So if you have regret about something and you can't make it even with that person, go and help somebody else. Thank you, Babaji. Uh, there's one more question. How to focus my energy? I have too many projects started, but never finish any. Cut out a few projects and finish one. <laughs> focus on finishing one. Because too many projects and none finished, it's, it's, a, it's a burden on you. So I would say just forget about a few, finish a few. Finish one first. That's all. It's in the chat, Baba. Thank you, everybody, for being here. And we have a full house of guests at the Balashram right now. We have Alex here, Maya. We got somebody who doesn't want to be known that I am here. Jao <laughs> <laughs> is here. Um, and a few more are coming. So, And then Marie Cruz and her team come. So it will be quite lively for another month here. And it's a beautiful time. I miss you all, but I know I'll be there soon with you. And please remember, today is the first day of the moon rising. Last night was new moon. Today, a new um, moon cycle has begun. It's a very auspicious time to... Um, start something new. Basant Panchami is coming. And so think about that too. It's a good, good cycle of the moon. Thank you all.